0: Welcome to the Mystical Moon Society podcast, recorded in the United States of America, where we don't view women as human beings. They do not have value, worth, dignity, or rights. These are the words of someone I heard on TikTok, and they felt like a gut punch because today the Supreme Court said it was true. This episode will not be funny, it will not be full of love and light. There is an undertone of rage here in this country. And if you're feeling that way too, we encourage you to stay and listen and have a space where you know we see you and we hear you in return. This episode may have explicit content and triggers regarding abortion and violent themes. And we understand if that's a little too much to listen to right now. For everyone else, let's go.
1: actually initially recorded this episode four days ago yeah, and
0: there's a reason that one didn't
1: no coincidences. Go um, so we, we had we some had, audio uh, yeah. difficulties that we lost the, the recording essentially after we'd done the whole episode and so we're recording this now on May 3rd and um, May 2nd last night is when we found out about the leaked Supreme Court draft decision that would overturn Roe versus Wade and essentially take away the right to abortion, the right for a woman to choose her own healthcare and have autonomy over her own body. Uh, and I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to, to gender that because uh, this does affect anyone with a uterus, which is not only women. Um, bear with us or bear with me as I I'm still learning and and still mm-hmm. breaking old habits, but, um, so here we are, and we are had already planned to re-record this episode tonight, and
0: yeah, we had an entire,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> an entire program basically listed that was going to be funny and light and full of laughs, and I was going to talk about. <laughs> This eclipse that just happened this past week and all the interesting things it was going to do for each sign. But instead, here we are talking about very devastating news. If you're someone like me that does have a uterus and has been deemed not a person that can be trusted with their own body by the Supreme Court or the state that I'm living in right now, which is Texas.
1: Yep, and uh, I mean, it, it just it feels like a gut punch, and mm-hmm. um, I know that everybody's going to have a different reaction to it. Um, some people will feel um, enraged. Some people are going to feel scared, um, and then there are those people that are celebrating it, and that's just disgusting to me. That, mm.
0: um, I haven't personally seen anyone celebrating it, yet thank god i've seen people on tiktok talking about they've seen videos of republican men and women or mainly republican women just in the streets clapping it up and celebrating but i haven't seen that personally thank god because i think that really would send me over the edge have you seen that
1: no i haven't either um might just be the places on the internet that i tend to frequent um (laughs) are different but no I, i haven't seen that but Regardless of how it affects you, it's it's difficult. No matter, I mean, there's a whole range of emotions and feeling, and I've I've gone through Mm -hmm. myself, uh, just a spectrum.
0: Uh, So you're the one that broke the news to me last night, and I told you that I TMI here. I am having like a crazy like menstrual cycle right now that like teamed up with the eclipse and the new moon. And I have just been like feeling under the weather and cramping like crazy. And all you sent me was a CNN article and text message. And I saw the headline that said article from Politico. And then it just said something leaked. And it was talking about Roe versus Wade being overturned. And I, what did I tell you? I can't handle this right now. I literally will blow a gasket and just like, I don't, I (laughs) don't even know. I couldn't do it. And so it took me like two hours to finally muster up the courage to get on TikTok. Cause I just knew, I knew everyone was going to be talking about it on TikTok and I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> they were, and I got a lot of news out of there. I was bombarded, I guess is the right word to say, because everyone had such a strong reaction that was on there. And I just could not believe, I felt like I was just like in slow motion, like you and I expected this to happen like so many others. We feared that this was going to happen, but the actuality of it coming into fruition is devastating and I feel like my legs are jello and I lost my appetite last night. Like I just like it was just it's not been a good day today yeah. either. <laughs> I have felt all a lot a range of emotions. I felt a lot of fear last night. I felt a lot of rage. I mean, I have felt rage since Texas is one of the leading states in trying to ban abortion and take away our rights. And I mean, here in Texas, just a couple of weeks ago, they tried to send that poor girl to jail. Yeah. And thankfully, they dropped the charges. But it's just it is insane. So you and I have been up in arms for over a year with this bullshit here in Texas. And just to have this try to be instated on like a federal level just fucking pisses me off.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we're going to talk a lot about just how we feel about it because we're still processing it in real time. We're going to process yeah. it with you. Um, you know, we'll talk about some of the ramifications of this, and so that's really what this episode is about. I'm I, not going to be technical, but I just wanted to kind of set the stage, kind of the facts as we know them right now, um, and then we'll move into to really what what this means for for all of us. So. You know, we, we say that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, that, you know, the right to abortion is no longer guaranteed. This, nothing has officially changed right. yet. So this is, this was a leaked draft decision. So that means- the Which co-
0: they weren't even supposed to really vote on and talk about until October.
1: Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know the exact timing. Mean, I had heard that it might be this summer because they've already, mm-hmm. they've already heard the case. The case is, you know, has already been, the arguments had been made. Um, And so now the the justices are in the process of of writing their decisions and then voting. And so, you know, as far as we know, they haven't actually voted on this yet. Well, the rumor
0: is that now it could be official in June sometime.
1: Right. So, you know, just I don't want anyone to to think that we're fear-mongering and that we're misrepresenting the facts. We know that as of today, nothing has actually changed. And and even you know, when this ruling is officially made public, um, it doesn't make abortion illegal everywhere, but it does have huge ramifications um, for women's, uh, or for reproductive rights um, across the country because it, it would essentially let states decide. And so many states, I think it's something like 24, 26 states mm-hmm. have what they call trigger laws. Mm-hmm that have laws that are already on the books that say as soon as Roe versus Wade has been overturned, these laws would take effect like within 30 days and would, would and make all no abortion. there is no on yeah.
0: those laws. It is completely illegal. There are no stipulations like there probably used to be. Um, in the case of incest, rape, things like that, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, I... It's triggering every time I hear them talk about it on the news, but they keep bringing up if an 11 year old girl, if a 14 year old girl were to get impregnated by her father, like they're, they're using these extreme terms that are triggering probably for a lot of people, but it is the reality. It's the stark reality we're being faced with that these fucking white mediocre men are saying that this is okay. If a small child gets pregnant, they have to carry this fetus to term and they have to raise it with their abuser (laughs) and they don't get any help from the state. They do not get any child care. They don't get any money. They don't get anything. I'm just flabbergasted on what people think pro-life is. Like, this is not pro-life. This is such a hateful hateful law and it just it angers me and it causes me so much emotion and I have cried more today I think over this than I have in the past year since Texas was one of the first states along with Florida to announce this stupid fucking ban and it's just too much it's too much to handle and I was a little upset seeing some people on the TikTok comments on a lot of this today talking about, well, I live in California, so it won't affect us here. And I just, I wanted to shake these people and be like, it won't happen here yet. Yet. Mm -hmm. It will be delayed, but it will eventually, whether it takes another 5, 10, 15, 20 years for the Republican Party to get to your state and make it a law that can't be taken away, yeah, it's going to happen in California too. It's going to happen in Illinois. It just may be delayed, but make no mistake, they're coming for everybody.
1: Yeah. And I mean, now without the constitutional um, and really the the judicial protection that Roe v. Wade offered, um, there's nothing to say that uh, the United States Congress couldn't pass federal legislation banning mm-hmm. abortion everywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, it's just so much is is up in the air right now. We just don't know what it could mean. But you know what you're saying about comments of people saying, well, I'm in California, it won't affect me, it just makes me think that that is just another extension of the huge part of what has even caused this to be an issue mm-hmm. is people who have the inability to empathize and to put themselves in other people's situations. Yes. Because ultimately, if you are somebody who, even if you um, say you don't personally um, think abortion is something that should be done, um, and you say, well, if I was to get pregnant, I would be okay giving birth and either giving the child up for adoption or raising the child, that is a sign of your privilege. Mm-hmm. If, that is where, if, that, if that is your viewpoint, then think about the situation and how lucky you are that you don't have to worry about the cost of maternal care and the cost of childbirth and then the cost of child care that you probably have a support system, a family, that mm-hmm. is going to help you. The fact that you're not concerned about it is a sign of your privilege. And so um, and, and so that's why some people think, well, it's no big deal, whatever. Um, no, it's a huge deal. It, it is a life-changing and in some cases life-ending Situation for so many people. Abortion if they, if, is healthcare. Yes. It is.
0: Um, on that note, did you hear about the extreme measures that they could take in writing in the bills? The GOP on these abortion bans—they want to go so far. Some of the some of these states want to go so far as to not allow you to cross state lines to have mm-hmm. your abortion, and then they want to go even a step further in saying that. That state, if you are from California and you conceive in the state of Texas, they want to have a say on your conception. I saw that. And they want tech, like somebody like Texas or any of these 26 states that want to ban abortion right now, they want to have a say on you not having any fundamental body rights going back to California if your baby was conceived in Texas. And so just think about that. You come on a vacation, you have unprotected sex, you weren't able to acquire Plan B because now the government has officially taken away any kind of contraception or emergency contraceptive anything, and you get pregnant by accident. And you want to go back home and have an abortion? Well, you can't now because that baby was conceived in Texas. Imagine the intrusive questions that the doctors in California are going to have to ask you at your pregnancy, at your ultrasound. Well, when was this conceived? How far was it? When, when was this person? Where is this person from? We need their driver's license number. We need your driver's license number. We need to know. I mean, this is where we're heading. Yeah. So just because it is not affecting your state right now, like, come on, you have got to look 50 steps down the road. You can't just look at what's in front of you right now. No. We, we've got to be smarter than this because they've been doing this for the past 30 years. And we're here now. And it's it's going to happen again. It's going to keep snowballing until they get contraception away, until they are done with gay marriage until they attack interracial marriages like there is no end to this fucking messed up game plan that they've put together
1: yeah and, and even if you say well they would have no way of knowing definitively where um, the pregnancy was conceived it doesn't matter the fact that they're even talking about it it is is scary because you know like, like you said they are, have they have been telegraphing their strategy and their plans Mm -hmm. they've been talking about this um, for a long time and it's just now they are you know actually making some some headway in that direction which is terrifying um and and you mentioned you know the the invasive questions that could be asked and and you know the possibility if
0: the guy that you had a one-night stand with in texas that they talk to says lies and says oh yeah she we conceived here in Texas, not oh. in. Oh well, I'm I'm sure Northern that California. they would. I'm
1: sure that they would. Um, uh, Believe you, the woman. Uh, yes. Oh
0: yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I
0: mean, women are totally not just <laughs> chattel. Yeah. And.
1: Yep, um, I think I saw something that said um, next they're going to outlaw the clit because um, <laughs> we're basically just human incubators. Oh so. God,
0: I mean, don't even get me started on that. I mean. That's a whole episode in and of itself is genital mutilation to take mm-hmm. away women's pleasure. That that kind of stuff is where we're heading. It really is Handmaid's Tale bullshit. But I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to turn this into some dystopian, fantastical like storyline that we see on TV because this is fucking real life. I want to keep it in real yep. world. Because reality is just as terrifying right now.
1: Yeah, but the uh, that that slippery slope that you talked about is what I'm just learning, and, and I'm not going to claim to be any kind of a legal or constitutional expert. I am not at all. I have no formal education in l- law of any kind. Um, so a lot of what I'm going to be talking about, it just I'm I'm repeating things that I've heard um, over the past you know 24 hours since we've gotten this news. Um, but one thing that I have heard many uh, legal experts say is that you know Roe v. Wade fundamentally was actually about the right to privacy. It mm-hmm. was about the right to... Which have, I didn't
0: know that until I was yeah. researching all of this. That right. It's that was, not that was actually me. about abortion. It's about privacy. Mm-hmm.
1: The right to, to you know make your own private decisions, in this case about the health care that you receive specifically related to pregnancy. But if that's um, thrown out, then it, there is really a whole slew of things that could be next. In that
0: which justice Alito, who wrote the opinion piece on this, he literally said, Oh, but this has nothing to do with the privacy enacted in what, what were the other cases?
1: Um, well, so um, there was a couple of other ones that have been talked about to be, you know, kind of on the chopping block, so to speak. So Griswold v. Connecticut is the one that. um, basically gave women the right to contraception. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know the exact circumstances. That was, you know, decades ago. But um, I think that it was something that, you know, a woman could only get contraception if she was married and with her husband's Mm -hmm. permission. Um, And so that one, and and actually even prior to this, um, I can't remember which state it was, but I heard that there was actually legislation introduced um, to essentially, you know, that would take steps to repeal that into... Um, take away as, as it's so contraception is already so difficult to obtain mm-hmm. that and they're still trying to make it even harder so um yeah um i don't know i, I don't it's just it's so it's so scary and it's so confusing right now
0: what's the uh, what's the case that protects um, gay marriage right now. Who was it versus?
1: It's, it's it's so, I always mess up the pronunciation, it's Obergefell v. Hodges. Yes, um. that
0: one was also based on privacy as well. mm mm-hmm. yep. And the fact that Justice Alito said, in his opinion, that he didn't think that any of these <laughs> cases that have to deal with privacy, just like Roe v. Wade, he didn't think that they would be on the chopping block. You should be terrified because that it's exactly what he means. If you've been watching the news, you've been seeing clips dating all the way back to like the late 90s about these people talking about, oh, no, Roe v. Wade is set in stone. It's never going to be overturned. And you have the GOP talking about it, too. And they were lying straight to the camera. And look what's happening. This is exactly so they are. The fact that he put that in his opinion piece means that, yes, yes. They are going to overturn all of these things. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the year after, but it's going to happen. So we all need to be in this together. More yep. than ever. More than ever.
1: Yep. So, I mean, in, in exactly, though. We, we are in it together, and so we, we definitely need to stick together, um, support each other, and, and help uh, magnify voices that yes. might not otherwise be heard. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I've been trying to figure out just as obviously a person without a uterus who this does not directly affect. How can I be a better ally? How, how can I help support this cause? And and one of the things that I've seen over and over people saying a great way to be an ally is just to, to for one, listen, mm-hmm. listen to the people that it affects, um, believe them, empathize with them and then just help to amplify their voices. So whether that's just sharing what those people have said, you can share it on social media, talk about it with other people, because really I think silence is kind of the darkness in which this disease can fester. Yes. And so bringing things to light, talking about it, like even, you know, I, I've, I've had my own personal views um, about abortion and being in support of it, even against going against kind of the, the Christian evangelical upbringing that I had. Mm-hmm. It was silent on it because I was scared of, of what people would say. Didn't want to cause make an argument. Waves. Yeah. And so
0: it's it's time to stop being polite. Yeah. Like we can't be polite about this anymore. Our rights are on the fucking chopping block here, and I cannot let that happen. I can't let that happen for me. I can't let that happen for my LGBTQ plus friends i cannot let that happen to my daughters i cannot let that happen to anybody we have been through enough this war on women has got to stop it is just it's enough it's enough it's enough hate we as a nation have been through so fucking much in the past 3 years <sighs> Since the end of 2019, like, it's just been god-awful. It is just too much to deal with. And there is an underlying vein of just rage that is about to come out. And it's not just about abortion. It's about minimum wage. It's about uh, being unable to obtain housing because of the housing crisis going on sorry i just knocked into the microphone because i'm talking with my hands like a crazy person but i mean it's everything it's covid it's the mask bullshit it's trump still fucking having his hands into this government it's the insurrection that happened on january 6th like we have so much still to deal with we have the protests over um george floyd yep We still have that to contend with. We still have black men and women still being murdered without a fair trial by police. Like, we just... It's enough. It is enough. This war on all of us is just... I need it to stop. I personally... Like, I just... I can't do it anymore. It is so hard to go to work every day and act like everything's normal because it's not and it hasn't been for years. And we are hurting as a nation. And it's like these are fucking white, cis, mediocre men will not just let up. And I feel like today, is the day to feel Mm -hmm. today's the day to feel things we don't have to get up in arms right now and immediately go to battle it's okay to feel right now and i feel grief and i feel the weight of the past like three years and I still feel rage but today I just feel sadness and I feel sadness for everyone that's going through this with us and I am so grateful though to have people like you that are willing to lift up our voices because sometimes it just feels like we don't matter but I know that we do but I really want to create a world where my daughter feels safe both of my daughters um i have a blended family now and just thinking of my stepdaughter now too like it's just like it's just it's just enough oh and climate change i forgot to add that into the fucking mix jesus christ like <laughs> my boyfriend said the other day he's like it just feels like we're going through so many different things like things feel so often he said yeah it feels like we're going through four of the like past decades or something all at once doesn't it feel like mm-hmm. we're in the twilight zone or something yeah. sorry let me let me have a little bit of wine over here yeah. so no, while i get myself together
1: it, it is a lot and it can feel very isolating um i'm sure i i mean i i i've seen the visceral emotional reactions from so many people i mean tiktok is is great at that like of getting yeah. this, you know, you, you get the the right people on there, and you just get such an intimate glimpse into their lives, um, and and so yes, it's scary, it's 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 isolating, but there is some power in in expressing that, in mm-hmm. being honest and vulnerable, even if if that honesty is just to say I'm scared and I don't know what to do right now. Um,
0: yeah, I feel like TikTok has definitely helped me not feel alone today i mean i know you and i have been talking about it nonstop, and i've actually had a lot of um friends and family contact me in my dms because nobody wants to talk about it in person nobody's talking about it on news on like my facebook feed or anything like that they're talking about it privately because we're still trying to be fucking polite and not upset other friends and family that we know won't agree with us i'm so sick of being polite right now
1: the time for niceties is done let's fucking knock down the door and let them know we're here
0: you and i went to our very first protest together last year was it last year in In the the summer summer, right
1: or yeah early fall maybe yeah
0: yeah and (laughs) we kind of didn't really know what to expect i mean Mm. we made our signs i still have mine that i'm gonna have to reuse now yeah i'm glad i kept mine yeah So, I mean, it was just fantastic getting to see the energy out there. If you have not protested yet, even if you're an introvert and you're a little iffy with crowds, but if you're passionate about these topics, I encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and go. Um, Even if it's by yourself, you will find like-minded people who will adopt you there. Like, Mm -hmm. it. I didn't feel like there were any clicks or anything like that. Did you No, that it, everyone was just talking to us, passing by, trying to pass out things and it felt like community immediately.
1: Yes. It was, it was one of the most invigorating and energizing experiences because mm-hmm. you just, everybody there was passionate about mm-hmm. what we were there for and, and everyone was angry, yes. but then there was this energy where we're all, literally you know lifting our voices together we are shouting and chanting and you know cursing (laughs) at times loudly um (laughs) and yeah and just knowing that it was a safe space because there were all of these other people that knew were as passionate about this Mm -hmm. um that were out there for the same purpose and so yeah even if you go by yourself obviously being safe and, and all of that but it it was like i said it was the one of the safest places i felt like i've been you know do you
0: remember that guy that was there with his family that was obviously very liberal and he had the trump shirt on do you remember that guy yeah yeah he was out towards the front you and i were just watching we were like what the and he wasn't saying a word he just had his hands in his pockets and he was very respectful i -hmm. mean he was silently protesting in his own way but he was still there supporting his... Right. It looked like his wife was yeah, very he, liberal and well, his daughters his wife were and there, daughters
1: there, too. there And then he was just... He was there, so I guess, supporting them but wanting to make clear he had differing views. I don't—I yeah. really don't understand what he was, I don't he know, was doing. But.
0: but it was interesting getting to see that. But it makes me nostalgic for the days when it didn't feel this just fucking isolated from friends and family that have differing viewpoints but even now just saying that makes me feel icky it's not a different viewpoint it is literally between right and wrong yeah that's it's, where we're at right now
1: it, it's not a, it a matter of a, of opinion it's not a matter of of policy where it's like oh we can disagree on the best way to spend our tax dollars. Like, no, we're, we're mm. talking about basic human rights.
0: Yeah. And it it's... I told you earlier, there's a shirt I've been seeing floating around on the news and people on TikTok and Instagram have been wearing them. And I really want to get it because it's so true. And it says, everybody loves someone who has gotten an abortion. And it's true. And you probably think, no, I don't... Nobody I know has gotten an abortion. And that's not true. You just... Have women in your life, or people that I say women. I need to, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need need to correct myself on that. To anyone with a uterus, um, is capable of having an abortion, but these people are just not talking about it
1: because they're scared because of the way that so many people act about this, like the way that those one of the most vile people on earth to me are the the ones that go and, and um and try to intimidate women mm-hmm. at at clinics. Yeah. It's
0: disgusting. Um, like
1: I really wanted to go and, and be one of these I forget what they call them, like escorts kind yeah, of clinic to help, escort. You know. I
0: think where you wear the vest and stuff. Yeah, just here. just to
1: help shield these, these, these people that are already so in in such a scary and vulnerable place in their life. Mm-hmm. And then you have people holding pictures of fetuses and telling them they're going to hell yeah. like those like i'm 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 like almost shaking thinking about it because I, I see these videos and and i'd like to go do that unfortunately um there aren't a lot of places to get abortions around here um, because yeah. of the the laws in texas and so there's not places to to go and do that and that's a really uh, an, an extra awful and sad fact is that um that's not even an option but yeah, I mean people like I said you you I'm guarantee you everybody everyone knows someone who's had an abortion. At
0: least one. Whether
1: you know about it or I not mean, and yeah. they're probably just too afraid because of of the the awful rhetoric and the things that people say. I
0: think if I wasn't already so happy to be away from organized religion, I'm extremely happy I'm away from it right now and I don't have my daughter participating in it at the moment because this is part of the problem. White Christian extreme evangelicals, who are preaching this bullshit, they were preaching about Trump and voting for him. They were preaching about the insurrection and how it was God's will, and I am just so fucking over this. Right. I, this this is one of I mean it's it literally is just white supremacy with um, a Christian robe now instead of a fucking KKK. Yep.
1: It's a system of control of, of making sure that they can hold on to the power that they have I'm by, yeah. um, by subjugating other people. And, um, you know, it's, it's just the arguments just are not even logical. They don't hold up. If, if so, if you, if you take their arguments and try to, to tease them out a little bit, mm-hmm. so they say it's okay. So, a life begins at conception and so it's all about protecting life in the womb. Okay, well then um, what are you doing to make sure that that life is having <laughs> has a quality of life outside of the womb? They don't care. Are you going to are you okay, so you you know the, it's all about the the fetus. Are you going to make sure that all of that medical care is, is covered so that you can get the best possible care? No, they're not. Are you going to cover the cost of childbirth, of child care, you know, all of the things that would actually indicate that you care about life are not things. Um, that they're doing at all. They don't care
0: about life. It's a bold faced lie and we've known it's a lie, but we didn't do anything about it because Roe v. Wade was protected or so we thought, and now it's not. So now, now's the time to see what the fuck are we all going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do? Finally, these people are fucking dangerous in their message. They have successfully brainwashed a ton of American citizens Fox News is doing the exact same goddamn thing and they're using the Bible to do all of this and it's disgusting to me because I am a personal big fan of Jesus. I love Jesus's teachings. I think they're beautiful. I think they are full of compassion, empathy, and love. And if church actually stood behind that, I would be all for it. But this is not it. Yeah. This is not it.
1: Jesus has some some great things to say and He's some a
0: fucking rock star. Yeah,
1: and and if to emulate the way he actually acted as depicted in the Bible, mm-hmm. that'd be amazing. The problem is his followers are just massive cunts.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> you caught me off guard with that one.
1: <laughs> we already uh, firmly established the the explicit e on this episode, so might as well just lean into uh, it a little bit.
0: I don't say the word cunt enough these days. Cunt,
1: it's, cunt, cunt. It's, 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 oh, there's something cathartic about it. Like well, just,
0: fuck just isn't doing it for me these days. So maybe I need to graduate to cunt right yeah, now. Fuck okay. is the gateway
1: drug. Now now we're, <laughs> we've gone on to the harder oh, stuff. So God.
0: Um. I just, so I was thinking earlier today and I was just thinking about a lot of my friends that, are too introverted or don't know where to, where to start because I mean we're in we're I guess I don't know Texas isn't technically considered the South but we're kind of in the Bible Belt over here I, I consider it the South yeah. yeah I feel like there's some debate there sometimes but okay we'll call it the South but a lot of my friends who have a lot of family members who are actively like pro God pro guns pro Life, pro, 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 all this other stuff. Sounds they don't, yeah, you know, I've been here long enough. They don't know what the first step to take is, like they, and so my advice is, if you're in this kind of position and you don't want to go automatically to volunteering to be an escort at a clinic, um, if you don't want to go to a very crowded um, protest or things like this, or you don't want to canvas or knock on doors for voting. You can start small, and at this point, it's not that small, but you can do something like post a pro message for something like this on your Facebook, on your social media, where people can see it because just like people may not know they know people that have had abortions, you may not know that you have people in your circle that are also afraid but would love to see somebody that they know personally standing up for this kind of stuff. And if you can be the brave one, then go ahead and do that. You can also do something very small, like buy a sticker, put it on your car, buy a magnet, put it on your car, do something like that. Put a sign in your yard. It, that doesn't really cost that much. And you're making a huge impact because you're allowing other people to see that you're not silent. And it's little ripples like that, that can create big waves. So I encourage you, just do something small. Put a little patch on your backpack even. Yeah. And let's get this going. Let's start actually doing something that can create some kind of change. And even if it's small, it is still really big right now.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and we were actually talking about this today because of the experience that you said you had in the uh, the school pickup line. Um, oh, yeah. Today. <laughs> that just
0: happened today. So <laughs> I have a magnet on my... Um, my car that says um, Mothers Against Greg Abbott. So, it was a group that was created last year and they wanted to be the new MAGA group. And so, it's um, a liberal group of moms. And so, Greg Abbott is the current fucking cunt governor of Texas. And he's the one that started, he, it's just performative politics with this idiot and he's the one that wanted to start the ban on abortion with Texas and do all of that. So, um i'm a part of that group well i have the the make, uh, mothers against craig abbott sticker magnet on my car and in the carpool line i'm like one of the only moms that's like vocal on my car with stuff like that i also have a beto for texas the new governor i want um sticker on my car um but i had a knock on my window from one of the teachers that has to like type in the carpool pool numbers mm-hmm. and i was like oh god i'm in trouble and so I slowly like rolled down the window. Cause she's like this, um, very, she seems like a very nice, but she's like a blonde, older white woman. And you know, me, I've told you I've, I'm leery of blonde white women these days. Cause I mean, I don't know. I just assume all of them are GOP crazy people. So
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry, blonde woman. But <laughs> at, at least around here, it's, um,
0: it's a safe bet that yeah. you are a crazy trumper. If you're a, especially older, blonde, white women. So anyway, so this teacher, like, knocks on my window. I slowly roll down the window, and she goes, I just have to tell you, I really appreciate your Greg Abbott sticker on your car. And I was like, oh, was like oh, thank you. She goes, that's all I know yeah. <laughs> So she walked away, and I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, I am making an impact. I mean, uh, I can't remember if it was your, my boyfriend that said it, but teachers are feeling it right Mm -hmm. now too i forget that teachers during covid have felt the brunt of all this bullshit they're getting paid the least putting up with the most bullshit and they have had these stupid fucking governors up in their business for no reason yep banning books telling them what to do like fucking with the standardized eyes tests that they have to do every year and just 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 the poor teachers. I can see why they've been leaving in droves from this career. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, Yeah. just to see her like appreciating my sticker. I I mean, it goes to show I had one guy that tried to cut me off in the school carpool lane that had a Trump sticker on that um, was pissed off with my stuff. I'm assuming because he was honking at me and stuff. But I've also seen other women like give me a thumbs up in my rearview mirror because I read my stuff, and I'm yeah. like, okay, it, you're not alone.
1: I've had way more positive experiences from stickers that I have You've or shirts more stuff that I wear than, you uh,
0: than I do on my car. You've got more stuff on your car.
1: Yeah, and I mean, so you know, we we both live in in very conservative mm. suburb areas, so at first it did feel a little a little risky, a little scary. I mean, I, I won't lie, I was apprehensive about it at first. I mean,
0: the case for road road rage is like huge mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So you never know.
1: But I, I haven't had any experiences like that where somebody was clearly like reacting to my stickers. But I've had you know um, multiple uh, occasions where somebody has you know passed in a parking lot or if it, because of a shirt that I'm wearing supporting mm-hmm. the candidate or a cause. Just said, "Hey, I love that shirt, or I like that sticker, or just giving a a smile and a wave and a wink or something." And and so that's the kind of small thing that you can do just to start out with. And I'm not saying that it's you know completely easy because it was hard for me at first. Yes, it
0: it takes getting out of your comfort zone, especially if you've been a people pleaser all your life. Mm -hmm. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Calling all former, former, former people pleasers, go do your thing. Get a t shirt. Get a sticker. Get a backpack patch get a mug i don't care
1: (laughs) right it's let's uh, do this it's it's so i don't know it just it really like it makes me smile like this like big smile not even necessarily on my face but like in my heart like whenever somebody when somebody makes a comment like that it just makes me feel warm like it makes me feel less alone and it makes me realize i kind of had this idea of like um, you know, everyone around me is like a, a secret sleeper agent or something for the enemy <laughs> yeah. and, and no, actually some of them are decent people that well,
0: I know well, I, I'm, I was like kind of prejudiced, not kind of, I was against this older blonde white lady because I mean, we've seen it over and over again. These crazy Karens here in Texas just going off for no reason for Trump I mean, I just in that same neighborhood near my kid's school, there's a let's go Brandon flag flying. It is fucking huge, too. It's God awfully huge for a sub suburb flag. But yeah, I just realized I just maybe need to not be so prejudiced. But then again, I'm like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. I still feel the need to be a little protective.
1: Yeah. So that's one one small thing you can do. You can you can even just if you don't wanna write something yourself on social media, you could share a post to your story so it's mm-hmm. not necessarily permanent. We yeah. are
0: we post a lot of feminist stuff, especially lately. So if you want to <laughs> share one of our posts on the MMS, feel free. We'll take the brunt of it. We have a lot of people in our DMs sometimes that like to voice their conservative opinions and we'll take care of that for you.
1: So. Yes. You. <laughs> We're we're keeping the comment section um <laughs> clear of the riffraff as as best yeah. as we can. So. Oh,
0: we do appreciate the very lovely DMs that we've gotten yes. lately, though. Sharing your personal stories, appreciating the fact that we are being a little vocal um on these issues, and so uh, much love to you guys. Yeah, for we had, reaching out.
1: Yeah, we had a, just a, a really just kind of heartwarming uh short interaction with with someone in the in the DMs today. Just sharing their, their fears that, you know, fears for them and for their, their loved ones, um, with this, what's going on. And then, you know, kind of just sharing some of their experience too. It was just a few interactions, but it was just, it was really cool to have this just because of, a, a po- you know, a story that was posted to, to Facebook. So we'd love doing that.
0: So we talked about what you could do on a, I mean, realistic, logical, like real life level. We are a spiritual podcast. So what could you do on a spiritual level? to help out collectively. We talk a lot about the collective and how we're all connected spiritually. And we've talked a lot in past episodes about soul contracts. And I personally am somebody that does believe in soul contracts where you, the theory is that before you decided to reincarnate on this earth, you and your spirit guides, your angels, your team, were wherever in the other dimension, if you want to call it heaven, before you decided to come down to earth, and learn your lessons, you basically plotted this entire map of events that was going to happen from conception, birth, well, not conception, I guess that's the wrong way to put it, from birth, (laughs) all the way to death. I know, faux pas. Um, All the way to death. And you were going to have all of these events take place so that your soul could evolve, learn, um, and do its thing. So I do believe that as a collective, we all are here committed to, I don't know, raise the vibration of the earth and we're fulfilling our soul contracts here. And this is a hard one, you guys. This one is a doozy, but we're all here for a reason. And I know if you found this podcast, you found it for a reason because I don't believe in coincidences and we're here to just team up, guide each other, be lighthouses for other people that may feel a little lost right now because more and more people are starting to wake up and they have been since 2018 and on and so we just need to be there for each other but on a spiritual level what else could you do to fulfill your soul contract let's talk about raising the vibration for the matriarchy the matriarchy that is coming through we are seeing the patriarchy on its final leg right now this Mm -hmm. is it this is like the final showdown but the matriarchy is rising and she is going to win it just may take a little bit But I encourage you to pray to your deity of choice, to any um, gods or goddesses that you have a real connection with, especially um, those of a feminine vibration, Um, anyone that you feel is connected to the matriarchy, pour your soul out to that deity, that goddess, and really just put all of that feeling all that rage all of that sadness and make a little altar for yourself and just do what you can to help the vibration rise for the matriarchy at this time if you need a spiritual practice to add on to whatever else you have right now start meditating because all of your spirit guides are wanting to talk to you right now and I am I need to follow my own advice on that because I'm somebody that hates meditating not because I can't sit still or I can't quiet my thoughts. It's because I have too much stuff coming in sometimes from my spirit guides or whoever. And I get a little freaked out from the messages that they have. But when the girls and I had this podcast like a few seasons ago, we had an episode where I was talking that my spirit guides had told me in 2019 of July what to expect and this was during a meditation one of those very powerful meditations that i rarely do um and my spirit guides told me that 2020 was going to be very intense and this was in july of 2019 they said to basically buckle up because it was going to be a wild ride and not to be scared but to get through it and then the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. they never said anything about that but they told me that it was just going to be very intense whenever i asked them how long They said it was going to be through the year 2024. It was just going to be nonstop event after event after event. And it was just going to keep elevating. And it was our job to keep going from point A to point B to point C and just keep going and going and going. And they said from the year 2024 to 2027, we were going to bring in a new era. They they never gave me any specifics on that. I'm not really sure what. They just said things would start calming down and we would be coming into a new era from 2024 through 2027. Then they told me from 27 to the year 2030, we would basically see the fruits of our labor. That they made it kind of seem like to me like it was like a coming of a golden age almost. And then they told me to basically check back in to see what was going to happen from 2030 on. So... If you also want to connect to your spirit guides, I mean, they've got things to say to us and they really want us to talk to them and they're waiting for your free will. So this is your sign maybe to go ahead and start that practice. Like I said, go ahead and connect to any feminine energy deities and help rise the vibration for the matriarchy that's trying to come in at this point.
1: Yeah. Um, I know whenever you first told me, um, about that. And, and even, you had know, even talked about it on the podcast, um, you know, a, a long time ago. And I was like, wow, that's, that's kind of uh, intense. I'm a little apprehensive of that. Yes, yeah. um, but it also, it, it gives me hope too and, and just you talking about that timeline just now, I was just thinking, so my oldest daughter will be 18 in 2028. Mm. And so I'm, I'm hopeful for that because, yeah. you know, she'll be you know, growing up, moving out, and, mm-hmm. and on her own, and so I'm. Um, um, if that was, I can't imagine those of you that have, you know, say like kids that are graduating high school right now. Um, how scary it must be to be to think of your your kids kind of going out into this world, but yeah. but there is hope. Um, you know, for me, I just I try to think um, of grounding in the present as much as I can, of not dwelling on the past. You know, I, I, I really got into a bit of a depression thinking too much on the past, on Mm -hmm. past mistakes or just even past events, um, that were, were heavy. And then, you know, anxiety is, is if you're too much into the future thinking into the future. And so I'm, I'm trying to just stay in the present and, and not that it's a way to escape. It's not like just zone out and, and coast. No, it's, it's, suck the most life out of every moment right now mm-hmm. and so that can be being fucking pissed as hell you know and and ex- and feel it i'm not suppressing it but i'm just trying to live the most right now and so um, you know that's something you can do too to sometimes if you if you're too thinking oh i just need to get past this phase and get into something else in the future mm-hmm. that can can have some kind of negative effects on your mental health and and so and just stay stay in the present.
0: You talked about not being too much in the past. I've kind of done that, though, but not really my past. I have been thinking a lot about, I mean, I'm a big history nerd, but I've been thinking a lot about the folks that went through the civil rights movement and just the impossibility that they must have felt, like just the never-ending like chaos and... <sighs> The huge path that the mountain that they had before them. But they got there. They passed so many wonderful laws by staying the course. And here we are today and we need to do the same. It's time for us to...
1: Pick up the torch.
0: To pick up the torch and take... Just take a page out of that their book on how they handled themselves. How they kept the faith. How they kept their strength and how they leaned on one another, and that's what I've been focusing on a lot, because there was a, a somewhat light at the end of the tunnel for the civil rights movement. I, I know it's still going on today. I know people of color still have huge mountains before them, and I, I, want to fight for this movement too, but I also want to fight for that movement. I want to fight Mm -hmm. for climate change. I want to fight for so many people to have a voice. I want to do it all. And I think we can. And we were put here for a reason because we can. Yeah. And I just want to keep thinking of that. But today, just today, I'm taking a moment to just feel. And tomorrow... I'll act.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that's a, a good good place to wrap it up. And, and just echoing exactly what you just said, uh, just give yourself permission. Whatever it is that you're feeling, give yourself permission to feel it. Just let that happen. Don't judge yourself. Don't feel like you need to be doing something different. You are doing the best you can right now. And there will be... New days, there will be plenty of fights left. Mm-hmm. We are not giving up. Um, and, and, and you won't either, but, but take the time. Take whatever you need.
0: If you need to vent, you can use our DMs to do that. It's a free space. We don't even have to reply if you don't want us to. But if you mm-hmm. just want to let out some rage, if you want to use it as a diary or a journal, or just be able to type up something and have it be cathartic and just send it our way, Go ahead and do it, and we'll send you a little heart emoji or something. But you're not alone. You have a community here, and you have a free space to use your voice however you see fit. But we love you. We want to remind you you're not alone, and we're going to get through this.
1: Yep. All right. Well, Mystics, this was not what we expected for this episode, <laughs> but I think it's what we needed and so we will see you again in two weeks.
0: All right. Love you guys.
1: Bye.